Look at them, madame. Have you ever in your entire life seen anything so beautiful? I'm sorry, I don't know anything about stamps. Oh. This is the gentle art of philately, otherwise known as stamp collecting. Here's a pile of stamps carefully culled from swap meets and garage sales. Rupert, what are you thinking of? Oh, I was just thinking of all the years I've wasted collecting stamps. Oh, like stamp collecting. Now, that's all right. That's quite a nice hobby, that. Yes, but it's not enough. Don't you understand? I'm lonely. I'm so terribly lonely. All right, Homer. You beat those stamp Nazis with good old-fashioned American complaining. Oh, if it weren't for you, we'd be at the mercy of weekend philatelists. You know, why didn't you just say stamp collectors? Because I'm tired of dumbing myself down for you. From Spain and two from Japan I got a couple from Israel and Azerbaijan I got a plenty from Poland but none from Sudan Or from Fiji or Uzbekistan Stamp collecting happens when we dream together Live from not doing a show today but here we are anyway This is oh, the award winning stamp show here today Episode number 315 Brought to you by the Southern Nevada Philatelic Research Center, a 501c3 corporation for the advancement of philately. This is Cash. This is Mark. This is Albert. And, uh, yeah, we were not going to have a sh- show today, and I told Becca, don't bother showing up, and I wasn't going to. And then uh, at lunch, Mark and uh, Albert said, well, we're here, we should do a show. So we're not going to let the fans down. We're not going to... Have you have to wait a week while we everybody wings off to uh, Chicago packs? So that's what we're going to talk about. Um, and oh, I have some news. Uh, Las Vegas stamp show. We're going to have our annual Las Vegas stamp show September 23rd through the 25th. It's going to be at the Orleans Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. And uh, if you want to be a dealer, uh, send, drop me an email at casualgradingmatters.com. Otherwise, uh, come on down. Las Vegas uh, has a few things to offer. And this is going to be a big exhibit room, right? This is going to be a big exhibit room, big show. 15 national dealers, plus some locals, plus the local stamp club, plus uh, there's going to be lectures and advertising and stuff like that. Huh. Fun for the whole family. For the whole family, but especially the older people. So, uh, yeah, everybody is leaving in just a couple of hours to Chicago PAX. Or not, is it, it's not Chicago PAX. The Great American Stamp Show. Right. right. So there's no Chicago, is there a Chicago PAX this year? Um, it's up in the air right now. Yeah, because it, it's supposedly still supposed to come off in November. So that's what I understand. But there's some concern about it because of the uh, the uh, Delta variant. Oh yeah. Well, you heard the Delta Plus variant, right? Yes. Yeah, it comes with uh, Disney and Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see how that is going to affect this show. Well, how did it affect Westpac? So let's remind everybody what we told them all. Um, from what from what I saw, I didn't think that Westpac was that well attended. Um, although uh, the dealers seemed to, to be okay, but there were there were also fewer dealers. Yeah, there were fewer dealers, fewer people, but more Biden bucks floating around. Right. Well, they had uh, eleven dealers not show up because of. Uh, 
the, the new the new res, new COVID restrictions. Yeah. Well, that's why I didn't go because I didn't want to monkey with it. Not that I was afraid of getting COVID. It's just I didn't want to monkey with everything. But now we have that plus the media is, is constantly scaring us about the new Delta variant. So uh, I don't know. Do you think uh, do you think we're going to see f- uh, committed dealers not show up to Chicago? Well, uh, just to go by the math, 11 dealers at Westpac is 15%. So the question is, will APS lose 15% of its dealers? Because it has, I don't know, about 80 dealers, something like that. So Westpex is actually slightly larger than the APS show, except that you then add in society boots and, you know, it has far more. Right. But I went to Westpex expecting to spend a lot more than I actually did spend. Yeah, but that's because you got shut out, not because there wasn't stuff there. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, (laughs) we we talk here about inflation and uh, that's it. A lot more dollars chasing a lot fewer stamps. Well, yeah. Excuse me. A lot more dollars chasing the same amount of stamps. But there's just more dollars. Right. So how are you getting ready? What are you doing? I am picking out the pair of underwear that I will wear for the entire show. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be lucky underwear, hopefully. Okay. I hope it's ready to stand up on its own. <laughs> Um, I'm hoping that... Uh, so what are your goals? What do you... First of all, how much money do you think... You know, how much money are you taking to spend? I'm hoping to... I'm taking about $4,000. i am hoping to spend at least a couple of thousand dollars on stamps. Yeah. And Albert always uh, dwarfs whatever we say. Well, I'm... I'm what can I say? I'm bringing <laughs> or $30,000 at least to spend and more if, and more if there's an opportunity... And but, the re- reason why I'm bringing it up is not to like show off or anything. After the show, we're going to ask you how much you actually spent. So, you know, we'll have some sort of here is your expectations. And then we're going to look at reality. Well, it's, it's the, the real reality. I think the thing I envy about Marcus, Marcus is very, very focused on graded material and buying things for that. For his for his um, for his eBay and Hipstamp store, and uh, so sometimes I feel that all the all, I've seen him make more money with more money with smaller amount of purchases than I ever will. A lot of times, sometimes I buy things I buy things just because I like them, not necessarily because I'm going to get rich on them. Well, we all do that. The interesting thing is, it's just. Uh, there are some dealers here that we have not. Mark and I both went to St. Louis and to, uh, and I went to Garfield Perry, and so there. Are, I want to see the dealers that I haven't seen before, that I haven't spent any time with. So there's um, there's there's a number of them here, and I'm ex- excited about that. So how do you prepare? Now let's go back for just a moment. So one thing you're not preparing because it isn't there there isn't going to be an auction at this show. Right. So there isn't like, because preparing at an auction, you know, you want to see the lots, you go through the catalog, stuff like that. So that preparation is not here. What other preparation really is there for going to a stamp show? Because I can think of quite a few things. Right. I, well, I definitely um, want to make sure I have um, 
uh, all my data as far as uh, not only my own collection, into if I find stuff that improves what I have, but also I want to make sure I'm not buying stuff that I already have. You know, I don't need an extra, you know, four copies of uh, a 571 if I already have 10 in my stock, you know, that kind of thing. So I, I want to make sure I'm prepared as far as uh, as knowing what I need. Dollar value spe uh, specimen overprints, you know. You right. Don't need any more of those, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I've had enough of, uh, of, of inverted Jennies. <laughs> so, Albert, you actually are different. And me and Mark sell stuff on eBay and Hipstamp. And, you know, we're, we're pretty much Internet stuff. We deal with the people. We talk w via email and stuff. But we really don't recognize the people. You, on the other hand, you are face-to-face -face with customers. Yeah, I'm expecting to have, see, four or five customers here that uh, want my attention, and I'll, I'll see them. I'll usually see them uh, um, either before or after the show in their rooms or in my room, and um, they just they, they want attention on uh, very specific things. A lot of times uh, we, compare, we compare notes on something perhaps uh, that uh, hasn't been published yet, and so they want my they want my input or I want their input. Um, there's um, um, advanced collectors always want to know, uh, always want to have uh, get information from uh, people who have big expertise, and so that's really where where I my business lies. The other thing that I'm looking for primarily in in these in these shows are something that I can buy that eventually can be authenticated if it doesn't have a certificate already and that uh, I can put in an auction and it'll sell that way. Understandable. Now, at Westpex, we saw a lot of auction companies represented. Um, I think we may see the same thing in Chicago, but I also noticed that, um, like, Hipstamp will have a will have a presence there. Yeah, that, that's interesting because uh, Hipstamp is having a basically a lecture of kind of how to use Hipstamp. And it's, I'm really curious. Well, me and Mark are obviously advanced with Hipstamp. But even if we were beginners, you just kind of tag your eBay into Hipstamp and just like process the sales. Right, yeah, I'm wondering if, if uh, because it takes so long to to list things for, for, for sale on, on eBay and Hipstamp, um, I'm wondering if there is an advantage to listing on Hipstamp only. I notice there's a lot of sellers on Hipstamp that aren't on eBay. Mm. Um, so, um, yeah, there might be something to that. Uh, and, and, of course, um, Hipstamp is really dedicated towards, um, towards selling, you know, for, you know, for dealers and, and collectors to, to put them together. Whereas eBay is, is a lot less so. The, the collectible part of eBay is now a, a, a very tiny fraction of their business. Yeah. And so I think basically the collectibles area in eBay is tolerated, not promoted. Yeah. It, it is uh, interesting how it's going. I have a story about that, but uh, one of the things about Hipstamp is they actually have a concierge service. They will help you negotiate with buyers and, you know, stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I I had one. You know, it's like, well, if you look, can you lower your price to sell the stamp, and we'll cut our commission a little bit, and then we'll sell the stamp. And uh, so they worked, you know, with everybody to make the sale. Now they're not doing it on a ten dollar stamp. This happened to be, you know, a thousand dollar stamp. 
you know, that uh, eventually I came down to about 800 bucks and they cut their commission. The person got a good deal. Yeah. So, but you know, eBay doesn't do that. No, no. eBay, as a matter of fact, uh, there was, I'm going to have everybody be anonymous in this story. But there was a person who bought a auction I, or lot. We had had, I think, about 20 stamps in it. And they showed the pictures, but they showed it in the HTML description part, not in the pictures that you upload to eBay part, which is... I think against the terms and conditions. I'm pretty sure it is. Because what happened after the auction was they removed the HTML and then you couldn't see the pictures of what they advertised. And so the person got the stamps. One of the stamps was not there. And it was a pretty valuable stamp. It was actually pretty cool. It was a uh, US number 17, the 10 cent black with an imprint on it. So it was a really cool stamp. And that one wasn't there. And then some other stuff had like pen cancels that had been removed. And they were selling a number 5A, which was actually a proof. So the, the amount was very, very high. And the person, you know, they sent them in us for certificates. And that's how we got involved in this is, you know, we, they said, you know, certify all this stuff so I can sell it. And they all, it all came back, and it was all bad certs. You know, well, half of them were bad certs. The other half were fine. I got a call from eBay because they're using their payment service. And the person filed a complaint. And eBay was on the phone with me because we had certified it about half an hour, you know, going over everything uh, to determine, you know, whether the person had been ripped off and really how much he had been ripped off for. Because we were talking about multiple tens of thousands of dollars. And so I thought that was interesting. Hmm. That because under PayPal, you know, when eBay had, eBay didn't have their own payment system, they went through PayPal. You just put a dispute in PayPal. And they say, return the item, show us where you returned it, and we're refunding it. eBay, on the other hand, had this whole thing thing go on which was pretty interesting hmm. so were they tr trying to save the sale or i don't think honestly i don't know but from the discussion i don't think they were saving the sale i think they were going to come out of their pocket for the amount but they wanted to know what the value was of the item and i'm going to make up some numbers here it was bought for $25,000, and I said it was worth ten. And so they are then, it sounded like, and again, the person I was dealing with on the phone was not a stamp collector. They were in the collection mitigation side. And so I think what they were doing is just saying, how much can we pay this guy to have him go away? And keep our payment system intact right and so uh that's interesting because i'm sure he'll call me when it's all resolved mm -hmm. and he'll say well ebay did this and then i'll report everybody but that is something that over the decades that i've been selling on ebay and everything 
I have never seen anything like that happen again. Again, you know, when it went through PayPal, you dispute it, refunds, everything, easy deasy. This right here was odd. I thought it was yeah, very I'm, odd. I'm going to take a wild guess that this is not something eBay wants to be doing. Oh, I guarantee you it isn't. <laughs> so do you think this may uh, change policies for the future? It depends. I mean, eBay, with their payment system, is making a lot of money. The risk is you have to absorb it. It's just like a credit card company. Credit card company makes a lot of money. But then you have bogus charges that they refund back. So the question is, is their income more than their expenses? Simple math. I think that they've already, eBay is a smart company. I mean, incredibly smart company. I think that they have already figured out what their losses are going to be. And their profits are so much more than that that they're not going to change anything. Hmm. So, Albert, what are you looking for most going to Chicago? Customers. <laughs> Old customers I haven't seen in two years, basically. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I mean, I've corresponded with a lot of them and talked to a lot of them by email or by telephone, but to actually see them in person... And to see a lot of the old see the old dealers that I've known for forty years, um, I'm looking forward to seeing them. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, um, I used to go. I used to uh, do three or four Chicago shows a year, and I'm, I'm. It's just very sad that that you know we haven't had shows. I mean, Westpex was really the first show since Garfield Perry. That was two weeks ago. Hey. So uh, what about the Las Vegas show? We don't count. <laughs> not, not with not with six or seven dealers. We're 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 nice. We, we don't have exhibits. This is this is exciting because this is this is um, I have I have several friends that have, have that have won um, the grand award at World Series uh, of philately shows, and so they're in the Champion of Champions competition this year. Yeah. So I'm I'm interested to see if uh, any of them win it. Because in most of these cases, I've helped out in one way or another, whether it's just a simple critique or it's actually selling them items. Yeah, I want to put my exhibit up because uh, the last show that I put my exhibit up, I missed a gold by two points. And so I fixed some stuff, and hopefully the next time I put it up, I'll get a gold. And I went, that's my goal, obviously. Well, that's an important thing. It's exhibiting, it's very, very rare for somebody to exhibit for the first time and get a gold award. It's a, it's a, oh yeah, it's no. a, it, no. it, 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 you know, we haven't had shows, so we have, so people haven't had really a chance to get the input of judges and things like that, and also you, uh, you find out what you need. I mean, you're very experienced at it, and you, you've had to, and. Uh, the fact yeah, this is not my first time. That was, that was like my fifth or sixth time. <laughs> I mean, for some people, the things that are important in the show, there's going to be over first day uh, ceremony here. There's going to be four different uh, dated cancellations that are only available at the show. Um, there's going to be a $1 cover, $1 cover booths and things like that. So you don't, this is, this is, a, uh, this is a show for everybody, for people who want to spend a million dollars on a collection and people who want to spend $100 on their collection. 
Yeah, one thing that surprised me about Westpex was that after more than a year of no-shows, I expected to see really well-stocked dealers, and I didn't. And a couple of dealers I talked to said they haven't had a chance to even buy material in the last year. Well, that's me. I mean, I think it's you, too. So I'm wondering if uh, Chicago, it's going to be the same thing where we're looking at stocks that are a year old that haven't been added to. Well, it's been very tough to buy things. I mean, the things that you've been able to, the things that I've been able to buy in auction have been in general very expensive. So now I've been willing to pay the price, but it's still very expensive. Yeah, prices going up. But yeah, I, I last Saturday bought the most expensive thing that I've bought, I think, in about, well, definitely pre-COVID. I spent 3000 bucks for a plate block collection that had $4,000 in postage in it. So I did a good deal, obviously. Um, but that's nothing. You know, I would spend that every single month. And here it's been easily a year and a half, and that's the first big thing that I've been able to purchase, and it was at the Arcadia Stamp Show, which Becca was at. Gosh, I wish she was here after all. Yeah. Could have talked about the uh, Arcadia Stamp Show because that's like a microcosm. Well, Mark, you've added a lot of stuff to your stock. You spent all that money at the Harmershow sale. Right. And then you spent um, you spent good money in St. Louis. Yeah, and yeah St. Louis is really good. Um, I think the biggest problem about Westpex is, is that many of the dealers that you could have taken advantage of, you had already seen before. Right. Yeah. Uh, I would say that at least half the dealers I, I, I had seen, um, you know, very recently, either in Las Vegas or at, uh, or some of them had been at uh, at, at uh, St. Louis. I mean, I, I, um, it's just a lot of times it's just getting. It's also the opportunity. People know that you're going to be there. I mean, I, I'm going to bring a couple things for somebody I met at Garfield Perry that I had dinner with, and he said he expressed an interest in a couple things. And then I've got um, I've, I've got some other people that I'm going to see, and I always see dealers before after dealers or collectors before or after the show, so that's fine. Yeah, and, well, that's one of the things. Yeah. The stamp market, I don't think, was that hurt during COVID. But the social side of the stamp collecting industry was what was impacted. Like Albert said, you weren't able to see these people, and now we can again. So if you're a member of a society or something, many of the societies have have booths at the show. Uh, from the American Airmail Society, for instance, or the uh, American Revenue Association, or the... Uh, uh, Canal Zone Study Group, or the German Philatelic Society, or uh, name name a name a major society. The Royal Philatelic Society has a booth. If London has a booth, same as the uh, uh, Collectors Club in New York. So it's a it gives everybody an opportunity to to meet with their fellow collectors. Yep. So we, I mean, it's the uh, the. Um, the other thing that's happening this weekend, which makes it very unusual, is is that the American Numismatic Association, the big national coin show, is being held at the same Donald E. Stevens Convention Center at the same time. It just started, starts a day earlier. And that'll be interesting because a lot of coin people accumulate stamp stuff. 
and you know they're going to walk over and say, hey, uh, I'm a coin dealer, not a stamp dealer. Buy this from me. Well, I that think, that I would help the dealers at the show, but what about, uh, are, do you think there's a lot of crossover collectors who might come primarily for the for the coin show but but also want to see the stamp show well my my best customer my best customer at Westpex um, um, was uh, um, somebody that somebody that I did business with on Sunday night after the show and he's going primarily he's primarily going to the ANA show but he's coming to see one particular item at the stamp show Yo, oh, I definitely believe there's crossover between stamp collectors and coin collectors. If I was there, I'd go to the A&A show. Right. So the APS has done all they can to try and uh, make this show a success. Well, of course they did, yeah. And, uh, and, and they even, for a while, the show, whether or not the show was going to even go on, was up in the air because they were uh, dependent on commitments from dealers to, you know, to show up and pay for their booths. Yep. which they got um, but now this is a this is a huge test yeah and again it's a test during and you know I've expressed my opinion before um, I believe that we're in a political system where in order to get money they have to have a cause and the COVID cause is a significant cause and it's very popular and ignoring all the tragedy of it and, and you know there is tragedy and there is there is death and hurting and everything and there's a lot of pain going on but i think that they can't pass their legislation to get more money unless there's something going on with covid and i believe that that filters down to the lower levels you know the state levels where they realize that you know these guys are going to give us money if we make people scared of COVID. And I think that that uh, greatly affects how many people show up for the stamp show. Right. And like I said before, I believe one third of the people are very, very afraid of COVID to a point where they will not go places. And you have one third of the dealers not show up or one third of the customers not show up that is a big hit to a stamp show and it doesn't help that the mayor of um of chicago has made it clear that she doesn't want people from 17 different states yeah one of them's ours right <laughs> um, i actually called the hotel to find out hey is there an issue with coming from one of these states and the person that i talked to didn't seem to understand what i was asking so uh, maybe it was uh, maybe it's all talk yeah yeah we'll, we'll see what happens i mean this is not over yet i think that there is a certain war weariness that people are experiencing but there is a major concern on a lot of people's parts and it's going to affect the social side of stamp collecting unfortunately i think stamp collecting is going to do great because you still have all the online stuff and you know 20 years ago this would kill the hobby today it just moves people from the stamp show to online interestingly one of the booth one of the society and organization holders is the boston 2026 world stamp show incorporated no the, yeah. next, the next international in the united states yep that's interesting 
Yeah, I'll go to that one this time. I didn't go to the last one. I'm hoping that the uh, no flights will be canceled as they were uh, yesterday or the day before where they had a tor tornado warning for Chicago Air and they evacuated the, uh, the, the tower. Yeah, but that's kind of, well, interesting thing is that's always a fear for Chicago packs during the winter time. During the summertime, it's odd, but during the wintertime, you always wonder if you're going to get snowed in or not. Right. I've, I've, in all the time I've done Chicago shows, I've never been snowed in in Chicago. Where I've been snowed in is in Baltimore and in Boston and places <laughs> like that. So, And then I also I've been fogged out in both San Francisco and in Los Angeles. So um, I'm more <laughs> concerned about that. Yep, yep. Well, so far the weather is going to be predicted to be hot and muggy normal so i guess i'll wear a, i guess i'll pack an extra hawaiian shirt with me right maybe specifically for those hot and muggy weather i'll Bring. just wring out my underwear and <laughs> well, it'll dry on the <laughs> as i said it's, it's ready to stand on its own oh okay <laughs> we're ending here we're ending here okay uh just another reminder uh the september 23rd to 25th national show in las vegas las vegas stamp show check your lens it's listed in lens or it, it's probably listed in lens if it's not then it'll be the next lens issue that comes out and uh with that keep stamp collecting We need your help. Nothing on the internet is free, including our phone and internet connections. So you can support the podcast by joining the Stamp Show Here Today Club. The cost is $10 for a lifetime membership. Please include your APS member number as we are an APS-affiliated club. Your support is greatly appreciated. Our brand new spanking address is 5965 Harrison Drive, Suite 6 in Las Vegas, Nevada, 89120. You left out the word glorious. Fabulous. <laughs> because you don't put that on the letter. Oh. Well, you could. You could, yeah. You could, yeah. Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from Not Landing, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. But now the time has come to go. If this silkcom was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. See you some other time! <laughs> you have been listening to Stamp Show here today, seeking to advance all levels of the stamp collecting hobby through news, information, and collecting advice. Visit us at stampshowheretoday.com to listen to the show, view images of the items we are talking about, and read the show notes. You can also continue the conversation on Facebook at Stamp Show Here Today and on Twitter at Stamp Show HT. If you have questions or comments about the show or have any topics you would like us to discuss, you can email us at stampshowheretoday at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and as always, keep collecting. Thank you.
Dream Collecting happens when we dream together.